Welcome to Over Beers, a craft beer conversations podcast. I'm Freddie Clark. Coming up today, we've got a conversation with Dave Monk, brewer at New Jersey Beer Company. During the interview, Dave talks a bit about a new Pilsner they're making at the brewery, so I thought it would be a good idea to go into a little history about that beer, the beer that revolutionized the brewing world when it was first created and has been imitated so much that it accounts for almost 95% of the global beer volume. The town of Pilsen in Bohemia, Czech Republic, had been brewing beer with varying degrees of success for years. The Czechs refer to beer as Czech bread, so it's always been serious business to them. In 1838, they had to dump an entire season's brew because of quality, so they had to do something about it. The citizens came together to build a new state-of-the-art brewery they called Burger Browery, or Citizens Brewery. Neighboring Bavaria at the time was known for its lager, and Joseph Grohl was hired to recreate a Bavarian-style lager at the new brewery. The local Czech ingredients mixed with the Bavarian lager yeast to create something completely different, and it was a hit with the citizens of Pilsen. The sweet Moravian barley, the aromaful Bohemian Saz hops, and the very soft sandstone-filtered Pilsen water merged to create a golden beverage with a thick, snow-white head and a sharp, delicious taste. Soon, their Pilsner beer was the talk of Europe. The burgers of Pilsen did not trademark the name or the recipe, and soon there were other beers on the market in the Pilsner style. Finally, in 1898, they registered the original Pilsner, or Pilsner Yerquell, and that beer is still being brewed today. At about the same time, railways were springing up, allowing beer to be transported widely, refrigeration was becoming more common to allow beer to be stored longer, and Pilsner became the standard for lager on the market. The golden lager grew to dominate the global markets. Almost all of the mass market beers today owe something of their heritage to Pilsner. In August, I had the chance to sit down at New Jersey Beer Company in North Bergen, New Jersey with brewer Dave Manka. Here's our conversation over beers. So Dave, how long have you been with New Jersey Beer? I've been here just over five years now. Okay. And how long have you been brewing? Oh, Lord, that's a tough question. <laughs> Does that include home brewing? Absolutely, yeah, yes. no, definitely. Oh, oh, that was since 93. Okay, 93, so, so we're in your talking, house. yes, 24 years. Okay, now how did you start with home brewing? What, what got you started there? Oh, finding some good beer out in the market, you know, good tasty beer. Okay. You know, I enjoyed it. Uh, I was on a trip to San Diego, stopped in a brew pub with my brother and his family for a little dinner. Had some very tasty beer out there, and okay. uh, we were able to bring some home in a cardboard container, actually. A cardboard container. A cardboard with container, beer. yes. All right, yeah, cool. One mm-hmm. of the, I guess, earliest growlers here in the <laughs> States, go, yeah. maybe. Definitely, definitely. And so. Uh, I, so, the time, I guess, I mean, I probably grew up about the same time as you, so uh, mass market beer was everywhere and very little taste. Yes. Yeah. Out there, you know, not a lot of taste. Um, you know, we we're starting to get some better beers. Um, Sam Adams, Boston Lager, mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada. Some good things coming over from England and Germany. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. had a lot more flavor to them. Yeah, definitely. Much definitely. more enjoyable. And I can't forget Brooklyn, of course. They were out there. Brooklyn Lager. Brooklyn Lager yeah. and a brown ale. Yep. Very good beers. Absolutely, yeah. Now, um, when you say you started home brewing, um, what did that look like? I mean, how would you? What was your first? What was your first kit? <laughs> well, I did start out with uh, the syrup. You okay. know, um, it was just a plastic uh, 
fermenter. Uh, your basic pot on the stove. Okay. To boil all the the wort in it and uh, packets of hops. Okay. Uh, the yeast was the surprise to me. It was dry yeast, and uh, that's where I encountered my first problem. <laughs> what Not was knowing that? I needed to pitch it. Oh, okay. Very good. Okay. <laughs> yes. So we had quite a lag there okay. for start of fermentation. All right. Now, so then home brewing for a while, and then where did that lead you? Well, I think that's the thing with a lot of the home brewers. They just start brewing, and they have a lot of questions and trying to find a lot of answers on how to make good beer. Okay. You know, so when I started, the Internet was not really available at the time, mm-hmm. so I just found what books I could and started re- reading them. Okay. You know, In- Charlie's book, of course, mm-hmm. Complete Joy of Home Brewing was out there, yep. and uh, Noonan's book on lager. Okay. All good stuff. All good stuff, yeah. Now, did you join up with any of the, uh, I know at the time a lot of uh, brewers, home brewing associations were starting to creep up. Mm -hmm. Were there any that you were a part of? I joined the American Home Brewers Association right away. I became a lifetime member. Okay. Kind of knew I, the bug was biting me. It was entrenched. (laughs) It was gnawing on me. And everything was, price was great, so I became a lifetime member pretty much right right off the bat. Okay. Uh, Grew up here in Jersey? Uh, no, I'm no. born in Ohio, grew up in Pennsylvania. I've been here in Jersey for 25 years now. Okay. Also, well, even longer. A little bit yeah. longer now. Yeah, 31. Okay, there you go. Sorry. Math is off a little bit. <laughs> it's okay. No problem. Um, so then, home brewing, what was your first paid brewing gig? I worked at a company here in New Jersey called Cricket Hill. Okay. Started there in um, 2004. Okay. So I stayed with them for about five to six years. Okay, and that's where you apprenticed, learned? I did. I uh, went to talk to the owner and the brewer there at the time about the American Brewers Guild Mm -hmm. and uh, see what they thought of the school, see if it was worthwhile. Didn't want to waste a lot of money at that time in my life. You know, I was a little bit older. Okay. Um, So So spoke with them and... uh, just by coincidence, I got laid off about a month later from so, your original from my profession. job that I was okay. doing at the time. Okay. And uh, they told me if I wanted to just to come on in and work side by side with them until I found a job or decided, you know, to attend the school and, you know, head in that direction. Okay. So I did. So initially kind of like an unpaid internship type yes. of scenario? Yeah. That okay. is correct. And well, then paid, paid a few beers. Paid a few beers. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people will do a lot of things for a few beers. Yes. Um, so then, um, so you, you, you were there and then did that become a full-time a, a job for you there or you just was an intern? It did turn into a full-time job. Yeah. Uh, things just kind of worked in my favor at that point. Okay. Um, I was just finishing up with the school. And the brewer had announced that he would be leaving. Okay. So the owner had asked me if I would be interested in staying on board as the brewer. Okay, nice. Okay. So uh, so you did end up going what I to did. You ended up going to school. Yes, in the absolutely. Yeah. yeah I okay. was, uh, knew that was going to be my so-called second career. Okay. And what school was that? I'm sorry? The American Brewers Guild. The American Brewers Guild. Okay. Yes. Okay. Where, where are they located? They're based out of Vermont. It's actually a home study course, home at, course. at the time. Okay. Um, I believe they have changed now. They have a facility up in Vermont. Okay. Um, it was mainly... Home learning, you know, DVDs were sent to you, lectures. You do your own reading. They send you a test at the end of the week. You take it, and uh, you keep going over different subjects. And at the end of it, you go 
at the time, we, I went out to uh, Sacramento to a brew pub for a week of hands-on okay. experience, finals, and uh, you know, doing different aspects in the brewery. Okay. So at that time, I'd been doing that pretty much for you know, a good half a year. So it was good to see how somebody else did it and learn, you know, how why they were doing it and uh, why, you know, versus how. I did it at Cricket Hill, you know, mm-hmm. during the internship there, and uh, see what the differences were and learn. Just we're learning, you okay. know, you're constantly learning. So right. okay. it just uh, you get to compare and see why people do it their way. Okay. So so then you so then you finish up. You, it, it, the the stars align. You wind up working at Cricket Hill as the brewmaster, right? Yes, yes sir. Now just. For those of us who've never worked in the beer industry, what day to day, what is the job of a of a brewer or a brewmaster? I mean, I mean, it, we, I have a, you know, I know you're making beer. Yes. But well, that's but, not always the case, of course. But there's basically about maybe six different things you could do. I mean, there's always a lot of cleaning. We're mm-hmm. uh, just not making beer. We got to clean kegs. We got to clean all the fermenters and what's called the bright tanks. So, cleaning's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. We'll get. Uh, I've done. Yeah, filter the beer if that's what you do at Cricket Hill. We did filter the beer, but here at New Jersey Beer Company, we do not. Mm-hmm. So that's one step that's missing. But it uh, can help the beer have extra flavor. Okay. You know, hoppier beers you don't want to filter the the hop character out of it. Right, uh, makes no sense. You, know, you put all those hops in there, and then you're going to strip flavor out of it. Exactly so it's right. Okay. Not good. Okay. But uh, you got other things. You got to fill those kegs. We uh, we do bottle here, so we have days where we're bottling the product. Uh, we also can now, but we do hire an outside company, and they just happen to be here today canning our pit boss double IPA. Okay. And so, from a brewer, a brewer's perspective, what is the difference between what are the major differences between canning and and bottling, and why why do one over the other? Well, canning has become the big crave. You know, it's easier right now for people to take cans somewhere. Um, I was at the beach this weekend. You get them to the shore, you don't have to worry about the broken glass. Right, okay. You know, hiking, you can take them with you, wherever they're allowed. Uh, people like them, uh, we're involved in some of the stadiums here in New Jersey, and they also prefer the cans. Okay. Uh, people are drinking, rivalry teams, you don't want glass involved <laughs> right. in the fights. No shards you know. of broken people bottles, People sometimes right. can't control themselves. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, but from a from a taste perspective, um, the, is one better for, for the other, then one better than the other, or? Well, the cans t- will totally eliminate any sunlight getting through. Uh, mm-hmm. Bottles have that problem, specifically the clear and the green bottles, but... Uh, the brown ones were, are, are better for the beer, right? But uh, that's the main aspect of it, you know. Just the two that they're more compact, they're okay. lightweight, easier uh, traveling expenses for, for trucking okay. your product all over the area. Hopefully, it's going, you know, a little distance. Right. So, so then mm. I know. I mean, from in the craft beer world, bottling was really the big thing the only thing for a long time and it almost yes. seemed like canning was well, canning had a bad reputation a bad rep, yeah. from years ago you know it, 
didn't taste very well. This is a little bit before my time, so okay. I'm speaking so from uh, reading and hearing people tell me this. But, okay. And then it always had a stigma of not being as classy, okay. so-called, you okay. know, as a bottle. And you said you've been here about five years. Any place in between, or was it Cricket Hill to New Jersey beer? It was Cricket Hill and just a short stint outside of the industry. Okay, so for, you left yeah. for a little while. Just for a little while, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then why? How did you come back to? How did you come back to it? How did you come to New Jersey Beer? Well, I actually had been talking with them for a year. Um, they were having some internal issues with their bottling machine, um, having problems with capital. So a new vest- investor got involved, and uh, we had been talking and. It took a little while just to get things going properly. Mm-hmm. So when I arrived, there was a new bottling bottle filler here, new labeler, and uh, things were better set to move forward okay. in the business. Gotcha. Okay. So at New Jersey Beer, um, I know you guys have a handful of beers. Um, I mean, can you tell me about them? I mean, what, what, what's your, what's your um, flagship? What, what are you brewing day in, day out? Well, IPA is, of course, our big seller. Is mm-hmm. probably just about any brewery out there that makes it. Mm-hmm. Um, people just seem to love it. Right, okay. Um, so we brew that. It's hard to say, you know, exactly, but because it's brewed as needed. We're a smaller brewery, so we can't have much product sitting around. We right. don't have the cooler space. Okay. You know, beer stays mm-hmm. In better shape, while if it's cooled, right? And okay, and how big is your how big of a uh, how big of a facility? How big of a have a production? ten barrel brew house? Okay, and uh, we have twenty barrel fermenters and forty barrel fermenters. Okay, forties are fairly restricted to the IPA production. Okay, but we also have a pale ale, Hudson Pale Ale, uh, Garden State Stout, and uh, we do some seasonal beers at that point. Right. Okay. Um, right now, I got the Beach Watch in front of me. Excellent. Beer that I put together, formulated. So uh, this is this is your invention from, from yes, it is from okay. day one. I guess day one. We okay. say. Okay. So when you're going to create a new beer, what's what's the mindset? What's your thinking going into it? Well, we have a little discussion between the employees here. There's two brewers, salesperson, and general manager. And we find out what type of beer we're looking for. Is it a fit into a particular style or not quite, but uh, near the style? Mm-hmm. So we're looking for uh, something to fill out our roster of beers for the summer. Okay. So, yeah. so, so the name something gives it a little away. lighter, you know, uh, not so dark. Right. Okay. Which people, you know, typically don't drink the darker slash heavier beers during the summer months right okay yeah you don't seem to have as many maybe as you would during the winter months right right and plus you know gotta keep it a little lighter in the summer keep it a little lighter in the summer definitely yes it's Um, warm out so high alcohol uh sometimes doesn't work right (laughs) warm hot day in the sun Mm -hmm. yes okay so with beach watch ale so you want to make a summer beer you want to make something a little lower in abv yes um What's the next step? So when you're when you're thinking about it, is it? I mean, is it, I, in my mind, it'd be a couple options. Could be a session ale, could be a wheat. Um, 
Exactly. Well, so that's where the four of us would talk about it and decide uh, what uh, we think the market might want. Okay. You know, there's a lot of summer wheats out there. Um, do we want to work with wheat at this point? Um, you know, so I just chose, like I said, a lighter um, colored beer, you know, and uh, still wanted it to stay with ale. Okay. We, we weren't producing any lagers at the time. Okay. Are you doing any so lagers now? We actually, uh, we brewed a first one just about two months ago. Or not quite. Okay. Yeah, so we have a Pilsner coming out. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, probably, hopefully, just before Labor Day. Oh, excellent. Okay. It'll hit the local area. Very cool. Okay. And that's going to be canned, yeah. bottled, or both? It, or? it will be canned and um, maybe draft. Definitely draft here. Okay. Um, we're trying to figure that out yet okay. so we can have it ready for the market. Gotcha. Okay. So so Beach Watch it is an ale. It is a lighter ale. Um, yes, lighter in color um, and didn't want heavy hops either. Mm-hmm. You know, just wanted to make it very sessionable. Okay. Drinkable. Um, I'm of the opinion that like double double IPAs are very good and tasty, but probably not going to have more than one or two. You know, wherever you're at, right. just a little too much. Yes. So we want to see uh, somebody taking their six pack to the picnic, the park, okay. the the beach, wherever it's allowed, <laughs> and uh, you know maybe sharing half of it with a friend. You know, gotcha. Okay, family member. Okay. Whoever else enjoys it. So, can't be too heavy. Right. And, uh, you know, just too many hops sometimes is, in my personal opinion, it's just too much. Right. So, any specific hops you were you wanted to use in this? Is there... I did a... I just happened to take, uh, make a homebrew batch of this. Um, You're still homebrewing. And I found it very enjoyable. Occasionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. I might get four <laughs> beers in a year if I'm lucky. Okay. But uh, I did find uh, we had the mosaic hops here, and we had some uh, athenum left over from a, another beer we had to substitute at one point. Okay. So we had them here. I just did a little homebrew with the, with the beer, and it turned out pretty nice. Okay. So I spoke to the manager at the time here. Um, we have both of these hops on our roster. We can get malt that's less expensive than the uh, typical wireman malt that we use. Uh, so it's not going to really cost us much more money. Okay. So can we just go ahead and try this give out? It, give it a shot. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what, what malt, what is your grain bill? What were you using? What, what grains do go into this one? Yeah. It is uh, Pilsner malt. Okay. And like I said, mosaic hops and athenum throughout with a little bitterness coming from columbus okay okay well oh, i'm sorry that's mount hood my mistake mount hood. Mount hood okay for the bitterness all right well let's give it a shot let's see what it's like it is very light mm-hmm. very light and it's got a nice crisp nice crisp uh character to character, it. character yeah. yeah yeah definitely yep. see we still do use our house ale yeast okay which is used for probably 75 percent of our beers at this point okay so when you're not using the house yeast what where else what other yeast would you use it where and why so mm-hmm. i mean you got so you got your ip you got two ipas you got the standard you double right we do have uh we were making an abbey 
single pale abbey mm-hmm. so that definitely needed its own yeast okay it was part of the original portfolio here right now it's been uh, put on hiatus for a little little while all right so it's very specialized we started out with four beers one of them emphasized the four ingredients going into the beers well the three i guess you could say uh water you know, it was available Kinda and you could taste it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yes, so we had a hoppier beer, the pale ale. We had a stout emphasizing the malt. Okay. And we had the Abbey emphasizing a different yeast, yeast. character. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So we had the different Abbey yeast, and uh, then we went with the lager coming up. So that's a different strain. And we had a Saison for uh, this past spring. spring. Mm-hmm. So it's a different yeast also. Okay different animal all right and you do you guys do a pumpkin if i'm not for the that is correct last fall we made our first pumpkin ale okay our other brewer mamet came up with that recipe so okay it's very uh well received here in house i'm not really sure if we're going to can it this year um i would imagine so but it was just draft last year available Okay. okay the changes in laws have made breweries especially in new jersey in the last seven or eight years a lot more prevalent where do you see the craft brewery industry in new jersey heading i mean are we we're now we're at a point where we have like i think there's like 70 i just saw a figure from the uh brewers association yesterday i believe there's 83 in new jersey it's up to 83 now okay yes but we're still far behind compared to other states Average 21-plus-year-old person in Jersey is only drinking about a gallon, oh, I'm sorry, 0.5 gallons of beer a year. Okay. So, I seems would, a little low. does seem a little low. Mm-hmm. I would figure, yeah. Sorry, I had my quota this weekend. <laughs> You'd probably have it again in another couple of days. Quite possibly. <laughs> I hear you. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. All right, so we know we have a we have a pilsner coming. Is there anything else in the works that you have that you're plotting now? Anything in your homebrew kit? No, nothing uh, new. We're about ready to start with the pumpkin, okay. so we can have that ready for the early fall. With something like the pumpkin, um, I mean, how much of that are you going to be making? Just uh, ballpark. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably no more than twenty barrels. So we have a 10-barrel brew house, and our smallest fermenters are 20 barrels. So okay. we could possibly do 10, but I will see 20. Okay. It was quite well-received last year. So. Okay. Now, just from a, a brewing, a basic brewing perspective, so you start day one creating a wart, right? Yes. What's the, what's the timeline from the, the, when you start a batch to when it's ready. When it's ready to go, when it's rolling out. Well, I think that's the reason why a lot of the breweries go with ales. It could take a, a minimum of two weeks, usually three, but then if it's a dry hopped beer, it's going to be a little extra time. So four maximum, you know, depending on the lighter style, if you're not making a barley wine, which, you know, certain ales do need to be aged. Okay. You know, they will characteristics will change throughout the the, uh, maturing process and then when you hit a when you approach a lager that's Mm going to be a longer period a longer period yes slower fermentation just uh longer lagering means to store so Mm -hmm. the beer is getting stored and going through its changes 
developing its flavors, losing other flavors, and coming into its own taste. Right. Okay. So the Pilsner that you guys have coming out before Memorial Day, just when? I mean, when did you start with that? And well, it that was just several months ago. Um, we just happened to have an excess of contracted hops. Okay. And we had some leftover grain from not making our Abbey single. Okay. So I spoke to the general manager and I said, well, I could put through, put together a Pilsner with this grain, all the grain we have here, and I could use up some of those contracted hops. We just have to buy a different yeast. Okay. Can I make a different beer? Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> now, is, did that start in your homebrew kit, or were you kicking that around there? Or? Uh, just with the type of yeast I used. Yeah. I've used it at, at the homebrewing okay. level for uh, some beers I made there. Okay. Now, when you say you're doing about four brews a year at home, is there anything yes. at home that's happening that you'd like to bring here? Or, I mean, is there, is it, what, do you, what are you brewing at home? Well, four when, beers when, a year is not very much. The last beer I did was uh, just an English pale ale. Okay. Uh, something you don't see much more in the market here. Right. Um, you know, everything is hopped up. So I just wanted a beer that was a little bit more malt forward. Okay. That seems like a that oh. seems like a theme for you. You like a a little a little more of a subtle yeah, hop. I'm not a huge hop head. You know, like I said, it's uh, I will definitely drink them because they are good. Mm-hmm. But uh, my main beer or two will first be something, you know, more traditional. I guess might be a word. Okay, some proper mo- word. Some, something more in the English or German style styles. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, then again, no, like I said, I love the beach watch, so yeah, it's hop forward, but it's not over the top. No, definitely not. It's very, mm-hmm. very subtle, very subtle hop signature. Yeah. Um, you said earlier about you know working with wheat. Does does a wheat beer bring different challenge? I'm guessing it brings different challenges. It does. It's very gummy in the process, so okay. um, you run the risk of having uh, your louder runoff stuck. Okay. Um, we did do some contract beer here for a little while, where we were using wheat. Uh, luckily, we didn't have any problems. You know, the ratio wasn't extremely high. Okay. And you know, I still think it was below thirty percent of the grain bill. Okay. So things right. were good. Okay. So by contract, you mean somebody else came in, another brew, another, another brewery, brewery, local brewery, yeah. came in, and we made their beer for about a year. Okay. And they've moved on to someplace else? They have. Uh, have. We actually just kind of ran out of room for them, you know, making our seasonal slash specialty beers. Right. Well, so being busy, being too busy is a a good problem to have. Yes, yes, it's good for us, (laughs) unfortunately. You know, we had a good relationship with them, but, you know, just had to say goodbye. Right. Understood. Understood. Luckily, you know, things are good, though. Thanks, Dave. You can visit New Jersey Beer Company at 4201 Tunnelly Avenue in North Bergen. Their tasting room is open Wednesday through Sunday, and you can find out more at njbeerco.com. Thanks for listening. You can find out more information about the podcast at the blog at overbeers.beer. Please leave a rating for the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I appreciate it. You can also leave a comment at the blog or send me an email. I'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas about the show. Cheers at SantePhoto.com or follow along on Instagram at SantePhoto. 
I'm Freddie Clark, and this has been Over Beers. <laughs> <laughs>